Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 40 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. This is the second episode of a three-part series, How Retailers Can Tackle Fear in the Fourth Quarter of 2020, The Fear of Selling. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So my intention for this episode is to inspire all types of shopkeepers to sell and generate revenue. And when I say all shopkeepers, I mean the makers should be selling to the brick and mortar store owners. The brick and mortar store owners should be selling to their customers. The online shop owners should be selling in their online shops. We should all be selling. Before we get started, I want to encourage you to listen to this three-part series, even if you think the title of the episodes don't apply to you, because you might identify a different fear and think the lessons learned in this series, or I think the lessons you'll learn in this series could still potentially help you. More importantly, if you have a shopkeeper bestie, and I mentioned this in the episode before, or a business partner, or someone you know who's experiencing these fears, you can share these podcast episodes or just get enough information that you can help guide them to conquer the fears themselves. So here are some of the thoughts and emotions I'm hearing around the fear of selling right now. The first one is, everyone is struggling right now, so I shouldn't sell to them. And this is so far from the truth. And I, of course, I want to make sure that I am sympathetic to the people who are maybe on unemployment or their spouses lost their jobs. Yes, for sure. Some people are struggling right now. But that blanket statement of everyone is struggling, no one has discretionary income, no one can shop right now, isn't further from the truth. There are people who are shopping. There are lots of consumers out there who actually want to continue to feel like life is normal because so many things have changed for them. And sometimes that means shopping and buying new things, buying new things for their homes, buying new things for their children, buying things that relax them or bring them joy. People are spending money. So I just want to make sure that I address that that emotion or that feeling of everyone's hurting right now because it's it's really untrue. The second thought that some shopkeepers are having and that is that it feels gross or icky to sell. And this emotion or this thought was probably way, way stronger when we were all mandated to close. But I'm still hearing it, and I think many have worked through it. But if you're still feeling this, I just want you to say that you probably aren't alone. There's a lot going on in the world right now, and we all process it differently. So you might be feeling this way, that selling just doesn't feel good. Number three is, what I sell in my stores serves no one during these times. Like episode 39, this is your brain making a decision on behalf of your customers. For instance, we sell home decor. Home decor isn't healing anyone with COVID right now. Home decor isn't helping anyone on unemployment. Home decor isn't creating change in the world. But you know what it is doing? 
It's making people feel better about their homes. We have so many customers, including myself, updating and upgrading rooms in their homes, and it's making them feel good. That's just one example. If you're a gift shop, maybe your customers are buying, sending sweet gifts to friends. Maybe if you have a baby store and everyone's sending gifts to their pregnant friends because being pregnant right now during COVID, it sucks. And they want to bring them a little bit of joy and maybe reassure them that everything's going to be okay and that their baby's going to be okay. But I just want to make sure that I point out that Even though you think what your store offers doesn't serve anyone, it really does. And I just want to bring you back to that, that your store is serving people right now, even when it feels like it isn't. Another really good example is if you have an apparel store. Maybe your customers are buying new outfit because they're tired of wearing their yoga pants. Or flip that, maybe they're buying casual, comfy clothes that's cute because they are home more and they don't need business suits or the other clothing that they were wearing before at their meetings or whatever profession they worked in. Everyone has a different need right now. And actually, some people have different needs than they ever expected because of so many changes. So make sure that you're serving your customers. Make sure you're continuing to serve them. The last one is owning a retail business or store feels irrelevant, so selling doesn't feel important. Between social issues and a global worldwide pandemic, our businesses probably feel really, really small right now. And we say small business, but they probably feel really, really small and inconsequential. When we're talking life and death issues, our stores just seem minor. They just probably sometimes feel irrelevant. So those are the four emotions or thoughts around the fear of selling. It might be keeping you from wanting to sell. And now that we've talked about those, uh, I want to get into the six ways to overcome the fear of selling. Because remember, fear will keep you from getting motivated or taking action. And these are the six ways that I mentioned in episode 39, but we're just going to apply it to each fear for each episode. The new sponsor for this podcast is the Shopkeepers Academy. Tell me if you can relate to this as a shopkeeper. You crave sisterhood from other retail shop owners going through the same thing. You desperately search online for tools or education that will help you get ahead as a business owner, but Google is exhausting because you're busy running a business. And when you do find resources online, it isn't tailored to your type of business, an independent retail store. You need the guidance of lessons and information that empower you to keep your business afloat, or better yet, thriving in this stressful world. That's where the Shopkeepers Academy comes in. The Shopkeepers Academy is an online platform that was built specifically for independent retail business owners. It's a one-stop shop to sign up for education and community. Whether you want to grab an affordable ebook like a nine-page shipping guide, or get access to a comprehensive list of lessons by subscribing to the Shopkeepers Learning Lab, or if you want to join Master Shopkeepers, and that's a paid mastermind group of brick and mortar store owners, you'll know that every option in the academy was designed for you, the independent retail business owner. I want to help all brick and mortar retailers work less and profit more. Is this what you want too? Visit shopkeepersacademy.com for more information.
These are the six ways to overcome your fear of selling. The first one is to identify the fear. And we've identified it. And just, you know, in the past few minutes, I've talked about the emotions or thoughts that come with it. And you may not have even realized that this was going on in your head, not being inspired to sell. You may feel like I've been in this weird place, but I didn't know what it was. And now you might have identified it. That's really important because sometimes we get into a funk or we're in a weird place and we don't know why. So I hope for some of you, this has highlighted what has been going on for you maybe over the past month, maybe for the past six months. Now that you've identified it, let's move on to the things that you can do to overcome it. The next step is realizing it's not all about you. Remember, it's about serving your customers. That's why you started this business. And maybe it's it's just a matter of reminding yourself of how much joy it brings you to serve them. Bringing them joy brings you joy. And sometimes we need to be reminded about that. Number three is determine the worst case scenarios. Unfortunately, the worst case scenarios, if you don't start selling, is that you're not going to generate enough revenue to pay the bills. And if you don't pay the bills and you're not generating enough revenue, you could potentially go out of business. I don't want to see that. So I want to move forward and I want to inspire you to take action. The next one is focus on your why. Your why most likely goes beyond your customers. And I talked about this in episode 39. It's about your livelihood, your family, your kids, setting a good good example for your daughter, if you have a daughter, and showing her what's possible, that she can also be an entrepreneur. Your why can be so many things. So maybe shift from high level, where the world is falling apart, to low level, Uh, where you tell yourself, I started this retail journey because dot, 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 whatever it may be. And it's okay that I continue to provide value. Number five is to take action. This one is so important and I keep talking about it. But the, the one thing that I've learned is taking action will really push you past fear. So particularly around the fear of selling, because if you don't generate revenue, it can hurt your business. So find the ways, maybe come up with a list of ideas or maybe a list of promotions or something that helps get you inspired to sell again. Maybe it's something fun. Maybe it's a promotion combined with a giveaway because giving a gift right now would feel really good. Um, You can pair the two together. No one says that you have to give everything away and no one says that you can't make money right now. I want, of course, the topic of this episode is to sell, but if if what generates the inspiration or sparks the selling in you again is to maybe do a giveaway, do something kind, do something sweet, go ahead and do that. And then the last one is find your support system. In episode 39, I mentioned the Savvy Shopkeeper communities. But in this instance, if the fear runs deep and it's extremely personal or an emotional trigger, you can also find support in a business bestie or one-on-one coaching. So I just want to make sure that when I talk about support systems, support systems can can come in a variety of ways. Uh, Maybe it's the bigger communities. Maybe it's the the one-on-one interactions. But go ahead and find your support system so that you, you can continue with your business and find joy in your business. I think that's the biggest thing that I want 
I want shopkeepers to take away from this series is to find the joy again, because so much of that has been taken or feels like it's been taken away. So if this is where you're stuck and you're a Shopkeepers Lab subscriber, I just want to mention that there is an episode or a video lesson in the Reopen with Confidence module. The lesson was recorded by Courtney Van Etta of Veritas, and I'll have the lesson um, linked in the show notes of this episode, but her lesson was titled Desired Base Sales, How the Influential Woman Exchanges Abundantly. And I just want to say this again, Desired Base Sales, How the Influential Woman Exchanges Abundantly. If you are experiencing any of these emotions, thoughts, fears around selling, and you're a lab subscriber, I am going to tell you to run. Don't walk. Run to watch this lesson. I believe this was the number one rated lesson in the Reopen with Confidence series. And if you don't know what that is, it was a series of around 12 video lessons where I asked a variety of experts to come in and record 20-minute lessons for the women in our communities, or the men too, I don't know if any of the men watched it, but for the shopkeepers in our communities to help them prepare to open. But I want to add that the lessons in the Reopen with Confidence series, are so many of them are timeless. You can watch them next year, in five years, and they will still apply to shopkeepers. But again, if this particular fear, the fear of selling, it's triggered something in you or there's something off around this particular topic, go watch Courtney's lesson if you're a lab subscriber. To summarize, selling is simply exchanging value and you provide value to your customers. Go ahead and keep providing value, keep creating your own magic and gift your customers the ability to receive value. If you're wondering what the Shopkeepers Lab is, it's an online library filled with lessons, videos, documents, worksheets, workbooks, and it's all designed to make running your retail business easier. It's a monthly subscription, there's no long-term commitment, and you get access to the Shopkeepers Lab Facebook group too. And I just want to mention that in case you heard me talk about Courtney's lesson and you're wondering where that is and what that's all about. It's a monthly subscription, pretty simple but you get access to a ton of information and a Facebook group filled with other shopkeepers who are super supportive, encouraging, and um, happy to share tips and information too. So if you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything that I mentioned, including Courtney's lesson, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 40. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 40. And if you feel this episode could help a friend or someone you know, please share it or leave a review. I know these episodes can help so many other shopkeepers. Sharing and leaving reviews on the Apple Podcast app is one of the best ways that I can reach many other small business owners. It's almost like social media. The more engagement I get on the podcast app, the more it will get shown to other retailers looking for similar podcasts. And I know this is happening because I've I've been having conversations with the new members of Master Shopkeepers, and I've been asking them, how did you learn about Savvy Shopkeeper? How did you learn about me? And quite a few of them have said that they learned about me through the podcast and that the podcast came up as a recommendation based on something else they were listening to. So I'm really, really grateful for that. 
I think I have, gosh, I might be wrong here, but over 60 reviews and ratings on the podcast app. And I truly, truly appreciate it. I put so much work into this and and I'm not complaining. I love it, but it just, it really validates what I'm doing. And I guess the point is, is that that's why I appreciate it. So I think that's it for this episode. In episode, what is it? 41, I'll be talking around the fear of buying. Today was the fear of selling. The next episode is the fear of buying because I know a lot of retailers are holding back and they're not quite sure what to buy for for Q4. They're not sure how much to buy and I don't have a magic wand and I can't fix that for everyone, but I do have some helpful tips, some suggestions, some things that you can do to help you get out of that rut. It's the same thing that I talked about in episode 39. Fear will almost sometimes convince you that you're confused and you're not confused. You actually have resources and tools and things that can help you plan and prepare for Q4. But the fear is telling you that you're just stuck, that you better not buy anything because who's going to buy or that you're reading all these articles or see these social media posts that are making you afraid to move forward. And I just kind of want to remind you in the next episode You have access to a lot of valuable data and information of your own, not even going out on Google, of your own that can help you prepare for Q4. So I'm really looking forward to that particular episode because I I can definitely give you more, I guess, actionable steps. So that's it, because then I'm going to start talking about that subject matter and I'm going to dive in. So I'm going to hold myself back. That's it for this episode. So until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.